Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Freelancer to CEO podcast. Today, I am joined by my good friend, Sarah Martin, who is going to be chatting all about one of my favorite programs that I use to run my business. I started using it with my freelancing business. I've been able to carry it over. It helps me schedule things for the podcast, for my business, for my coaching. It also sends all my invoices, has workflows, automation. You guessed it. We are chatting all about Dubsado today with none other than the Dubsado queen herself. And I'm so excited for this episode. I know I have a lot of people talking to me. Should I use Dubsado? When should I invest in Dubsado? So Sarah is going to break down how you can use Dubsado as a freelancer, how you can use it to automate your business, which you know I am all for anything that we can automate with a program is amazing. How you can nurture your leads, why she loves Dubsado so much, and also just how to get started. Like if you wanted to sign up for Dubsado today, what you can do to get started right away. So let me tell you a little bit about Sarah and then we will dive on into the episode. So Sarah is a mama and a wife and a Dubsado expert. Her freelance career started right after she gave birth to her son in 2018. She didn't want to go back to work after maternity leave, so she started out as a tech VA. After that, she started using Dubsado for her own business and immediately fell in love. But she knows that not many people feel this way and it can be very overwhelming. Now she has two years of extensive experience with Dubsado and after dozens of setups, she has created a Dubsado course to help busy moms set up their accounts from start to finish, which is amazing. She also does done for you setups if you want to just hand it off. Whatever you need, she is there for you when it comes to Dubsado. So let's go ahead and dive on into the episode with Sarah, the Dubsado queen. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. Hey, Sarah. I am so excited that you're on the podcast today. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. Hi, Aubrey. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk to your audience today. Absolutely. So before we dive into all the nitty gritty of what we're going to talk about today, which I know is a hot topic. I know a lot of freelancers and virtual assistants ask this question, do I need this, this program? But before we get into that, I would love for you to share a little bit about you, your background, how you got started in business. We would love to hear all the things. Um, so I am a mom 
to a two-year-old boy, um, named, his name is Sawyer, um, and I've been married for almost six years to my husband, Zach, who used to be in Marines. Um, we got married real young, and uh, we, we've moved to California, we moved back home. We just bought a house last year, like in the middle of that pandemic craziness, we bought a house. Um, I was a nursing student and um, I worked in a hospital for about three years as a nurse's aide and then got pregnant and decided I didn't want to go back to work and I didn't want to finish nursing school because I got so stressed and I just realized when I when I finally held him, I realized I didn't want to continue doing um doing that, going back to work. So that's how I started everything. <laughs> so you, you had him and then you were just like, I'm not going back. I actually ended up did, I did go back, um, because my husband told me I should try. And I went, I went back to work for two months and I was like, Nope, this isn't it for me. I, I can't, I would cry every single day leaving him. And everyone was like, Oh, it'll get better. It'll get better. And I thought, why should it get better? It's natural for him to need me and it's natural for me to be upset. Um, and I didn't feel like it was fair to him for me to leave him. He was so small. So yeah, then I, two months in and then I was, I told my managers knew it was coming and. <laughs> they were prepared for the conversation. So um, how, how old was he when you started, like when you found freelancing and virtual assistant, what, what was that time period like? Um, so I had him in November on the 16th and then I bought, um, Michaela Quinn's virtual assistant course in December of 2018. So a month, like not even a month after I had him, cause I was investigating ways to stay home and then, um, saw virtual assisting and I'm like, mm, this isn't real. <laughs> and I was like, it's all scams. It's not real. I never heard anyone that did it. Um, but yeah, so I, I started in 2018 of 2018 in December. And then I didn't really start until about April of 2019. And then when you got started, what kind of services like did you start offering in the beginning when you first kind of were diving into things and learning about things? Did you start with like a general VA? Did you feel like you already had um, skills and talents that you knew you wanted to pursue? Talk to us about like that beginning piece. Yeah, so I started as a general VA and I wanted to do like all of the things and I didn't even have a specific person in mind, like my my niche, I didn't have that. I didn't have the type of client, like my ideal client, I didn't know. Um, I just thought, mm, I'll just do everyone and then figure it out and I'll do all of the services. I'll do social media and I'll do like tech stuff and I'll do website stuff and um, general like admin and um so I did all of that. And then I started transitioning to project management because I like systems and organization. And that's kind of how I found out the, about Dubsado. I set it up for myself. And then I, then I just fully transitioned to Dubsado and to heck with project management. I didn't want, <laughs> I didn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> so, um, 
you, you transitioned to how, how far in were you when you started to, when you made that pivot? Cause that's, that's something that I know is like, I think when you're first getting started, I think it's a great way to figure out like what it is that you like, especially if you're like, like for me being a teacher, it was like, I wasn't not like totally sure what I wanted to do, but I knew I, I could probably do a bunch of different things. Um, so I'd love to know like when you got started and then when it, when you fe- realized, okay, now it's time to like pivot and just offer this service. Yeah. So I, I, it's actually very recent. So I've been in business since 2018, but I just transitioned. I, I canceled out project news and I took it out of my services. And that was um, around like, I think September Uh, maybe October. That's when I got my business coach. I got my business coach around that time. And she told me, she asked me, why are you still doing project management when you love Dipsado and you're very happy doing your one-time projects and um, like setting people up and doing audits. And I'm like, I don't know. I just like, I like project management, but um, she's like, well, it doesn't really fit what you're trying to do here. So you should, you should really just focus on Dipsado. And I said, yeah, you're probably right. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So that's really interesting. Um, I'm going to touch on that because I think that's really important because you um, made the decision to invest more into your business. And I think that's super great because sometimes it's so hard for us when we're in it to mm-hmm. see the clearer picture, to see like the path that we should take. And sometimes all it takes is someone else coming in with like a fresh pair of eyes on us and our business. And that has that experience to be able to say like, no, I think you should navigate this way. So before we get into Dubsado and how freelancers can use that and why it's a really great tool, I would love for you to talk about your thoughts on investing. Like why, why did you invest in a coach? Why do you think that that's really helpful for you and your business? So I, I was super nervous to invest a good chunk of money. To me, it was a lot of money um, in a coach because I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't, I didn't know her that well. I didn't, I, I was afraid that like, I wasn't going to get anything out of it, but I needed her because I had this idea for a Dubsado course for like a year. It's, it has been in my head for like a solid year. And I never, I just didn't know how to execute it. I didn't know where to start. And I didn't, I, my business wasn't where I wanted it to be. And I wasn't talking to the right audience. And um, I didn't know where my audience even was. And, um, and I was like, oh, I need, I, I just realized I needed help and I couldn't get that anymore from just networking. I needed to like, I couldn't figure it out myself. I had already tried that. And so I got a business coach who is a mom, who understands, who helped me like figure out who my ideal client was, like truly like to the age. And then, um, which is very helpful. And um what services I wanted. And she helped, she helped me with my whole course. Like she helped me build it out. And it was, it was so helpful. I wouldn't have been able to navigate my, I wouldn't have been able to make that shift in my business without having a coach. Yeah. So, so true. And it's just, it's so nice to be able to have someone who can, who's already like done it before you, like finding a coach, like you said, who's kind of done the thing that you want to do. They've already navigated it and they like, they know the exact steps that you need to take and it can happen way faster. The process is a lot smoother when you have someone else guiding, guiding you through it. I mean, it's just like, for me, like being a teacher, like that's why I think I always found value in investing in my business and like continuing to invest, even though, like you said, it is a lot of times a huge chunk of money, but the way I always 
rationalize it in my head is we, it's either time or money. And either I spend a ton of time trying to figure this out on my own, like you said, mm-hmm. and like DIYing it and probably, you know, messing up and spending, you know, taking way, way too much time, or I invest money and I can get to the goal that I want which is probably making more money, you know, like that's the goal, Mm -hmm. like creating the course to create some passive income, I can get there a lot faster. And I don't know about you, Sarah, but I am a person who, if I set a goal for myself or, you know, I have my eyes on something, I want it yesterday. Like, I don't like, I don't like to wait at all. I want things to happen super fast. So to me, it's like, if someone can show me how to get to that goal faster, to me, it's worth it. Yeah. She really didn't have to pitch me too hard. I, (laughs) I just had to, we had to figure out how I was paying her. And then we, you know, we made it work. And it, it, it was the, probably the best business decision besides getting that virtual assistant course. It was like the best business decision I'd ever made. And it was like the first big investment that I'd ever made in myself. Like I have never invested that much in myself before. Besides college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which who needs that anyways, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so true. Okay. So let's, let's get into your favorite topic, which is Dubsado, which is why um, I know you love Dubsado. I know you know it in and out. I've gone to you for questions about it. So that's why I thought you'd be a perfect guest to bring on here because a lot of freelancers, I know when they're first getting started, they're kind of, they're piecemealing their, their systems together. They're using mm-hmm. Wave for their invoices and they're using HelloSign for their contracts and they're using all these different things. And especially like students come into my course and I'm like, there's a simpler way. Like I know, like, and I know like for some people it's like, oh, but I got to pay for that, but there is a simpler way. And even if like we talked about here too, even if it is going to cost you, it's going to save you time. It's going to Mm -hmm. save you energy, brain power. So how can freelancers use Dubsado? Why is this a really great tool for them? So you basically get a lot of systems in one. You ditch a lot of the programs that you're using and use the product. So you can use the scheduler. It, it's very similar to Acuity. There are a few things you can't do, but it does a lot of the basics that someone starting out can use. And even someone like, I, I, I use the scheduler. I'm not just starting. And I, I set up like, tons of clients. Almost all my clients use um, the scheduler and the bottom. So you get your your calendar program and then um you you can email which saves I, I'll go into it more in a little bit but you save so much time with those canned emails they're they're templates canned emails are, are email templates that you can personalize without you personally personalizing them um and they, it, there's so many there's so many things you can send forms you can send all your contract invoice and um proposal like all at once and you don't have to do anything. You can use workflows to automate like your entire onboarding and offboarding. It's exactly what I do. And your lead generation, you can automate all of that, um, which is awesome. Well, you can pretty much automate it. <laughs> There's a few things that you have to still do, but you can pretty much automate everything in your business that way. And it, you can knock out a lot of the programs. The only thing you would need is a project management system. Right. And I remember... Um it's a super, super funny story, but I remember when I first started using Dubsado and, um, before I was using Andco, which I think is a really great, like when you're just, if you're just getting started, just having something that at least can house a lot of the same things that you need. So you don't have to 
use a bunch of different programs. Like you said, like there are programs out there where you can kind of cancel some things out. And I remember when I first started using Dubsado and I set a proposal to a client and I set a workflow up so that from the proposal, they would get sent the contract, they would get sent the invoice. And then from there, they could schedule their kickoff call. And I didn't have to do anything other than send them that proposal. And I remember when it came through and it was like, I got the email that like, proposal approved, contract signed, invoice paid, call scheduled. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that is amazing. Like saves me so much time. And I think that's the one thing, like if you really want to scale your business, which is what we talk about here on the financial CEO podcast, you can't be doing everything manually. Like you cannot be that person that's always constantly Mm -hmm. clicking to do those next steps because you're going to run out of time. And that's that silly admin stuff. Like you need the time to focus on your service, providing that service. So um, I would love to get a little bit into, we don't have to go too in depth, but I would love to get a little bit into like the automation, the workflow piece, because that's what I have found has been super helpful for me because that just saves me that extra time of not having to click to do this, the next step. So talk to us about the automation and the workflows. Yeah. So those are like my, those workflows are my absolute favorite thing to do besides forms. I love forms too, but um, those workflows, they're, they're beasts. But once you once you've done one and you've messed around, it it becomes it, ma- it all makes sense. Um, so my favorite my favorite 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 workflow is it starts out with your lead capture form. So a lead capture form, think of it as a contact page on your website. So you can either embed that capture form that lead capture into your contact page on your site, and then your leads automatically are in Dubsado. You can send them through an entire workflow. That is how I do it. And that is how I suggest all of my clients do it. Um, you can also, if you don't have a site, you can also use that link for the lead capture in your social media. So you can put that as your website in your social media account, um, which is really, really helpful. And then you can send them their scheduler. You can then, um, after the, you can have it triggered. So after the appointment has ended, then the proposal gets sent and the contract and invoices goes all with the proposal. Um, and then, then you've got a client, then you can schedule your kickoff call. And it just, it, it just makes, it makes life so much more simpler when you have those automations in place, you can do so many more things. You don't have to worry about a client not getting, um, not getting their scheduler or not getting their contract or, and it reminds them, um, if they haven't, if they've missed a field in that contract, it reminds them that they didn't sign something before they actually can submit it, um, which is really helpful. But that that was off topic. <laughs> but it's okay. Um, but yeah, no, I I love I love workflows, um, and uh, you can also set up reminders like to dos to follow up with those leads that haven't scheduled a call with you because I know you know, following up with people, you can forget that you have to even do it. So with the photo, you can't, you can't send out an email when they don't schedule a call with you, but you can add a to-do and email yourself and put the client name in there, in that reminder for yourself. So you know that you need to contact that person and you need to approve that follow-up email to get sent, um, which is really, really nice. So it doesn't get sent if you don't approve of it, but once you approve of it, you don't have to type it up. You don't have to type up the same email, like, you know, a thousand times. So that, yeah. 
yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love that too, because the follow, like the fortunes and the follow up too, like that's one thing where I think a lot of like you send out, a, you know, you send out a pitch or you send out something and it's like, well, I didn't hear from them. And I even know I've, I use this example all the time, especially on the podcast, like when the podcast gets pitched. I set like a special time where I'm like, I'm going to look through those pitches because I don't love to be in my inbox all day long. And it, sometimes it gets opened. And then of course, like things happen and it gets pushed down to the bottom of my inbox and I totally forget about it. And I am so appreciative when people send me an email and they're just like, Hey, I'm just following up, making sure that you got this because I had every intention to respond Mm -hmm. and it just didn't happen. So that's sometimes people think like if I sent out a pitch or I sent something and they didn't respond, it means they don't want to move forward. But let's not assume the worst. Let's assume that something like that happened. Like they just got busy. Something happened. It got bogged down in their inbox and they would be like so appreciative to get that response from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite. Having that, that those to-do reminders for yourself is so nice. And then you can even personalize it. So you know what client you're talking about when that reminder comes out. Cause you know, you can have like, you know, 20 leads at once. And then you're like, well, who is that lead even for? Like, what is that reminder even for? (laughs) Um, But yeah, those are, those are my favorite automations and those workflows, those, that onboarding is so important. Yeah, I agree. That's like, you're setting the stage for that. And if that process is smooth and seamless and you can allow the client to easily move from one step to the next, that's really going to set the tone for them. Number one, like thinking whether they want to move forward and then just for the working relationship too, to let them know, like this girl's got her, her stuff together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, the next thing I, cause you mentioned canned emails and I definitely mm-hmm. want to touch on this because this is something that I preach like in my course, like you need to have templates for your emails. You do not type every email from scratch because some people are like, but I, it's not that big of a deal. Like it doesn't take me that much time, but it really does. And if you just like, there's sometimes where you're thinking, okay, like I need to send out that email where I need to raise my rates. If you already have that template ready to go, it makes it so much easier. And you're so much more likely to press that send button because you didn't have to like sit there and think about what to say and how to word it. Um, so talk to us about the canned emails in Dubsado. Yeah. So Dubsado gives you canned emails from the get-go. Like when you get a trial, it, like when you first sign up, you get all of the, all of these canned emails and they're just very, you know, they're not very personalized, but they have those, those smart fields, which make that those emails feel more personalized. But, um, I always suggest like, like you were saying, the canned emails are really, really important because emails, writing emails is so time consuming. It, it's, it's ridiculous how much time I was spending writing emails out when I could just template them and then have those smart fields for their name or like the date, um, appointment time and all that. Um, and so I always have um, my clients or my students, um, I have them do like all of their onboarding emails, all of their reminder emails, the follow-up emails, all of that, all of that gets done. Like right after they finish their settings, all of that gets done. Um, but yeah, I, I really like all of the smart fields and all of the options because even though it's a template, when the client gets it, they're not going to feel like it's a template. They're going to feel like you're, you're typing it. Like you're taking the time out of your day to type that email to them and then send it to them. They have, they don't need to know that it's a template and and they probably won't even realize it's a template because of all the smart fields that you can put in there 
to make it sound more like you and less like a robot. <laughs> so, right. which is what the Dubsado, when you get your Dubsado account, those can't emails, they do sound a little, <laughs> a little informal. They're not, they're too formal. They're, they're not, they're not very, I don't know. They're not great. They don't but have your special big. touch on there. Yeah. Yeah. But it gives you a good starting point too, I think, to go in there and say, okay, like this is kind of the gist of what the email should say. And I can kind of spice it up a little mm -hmm. bit to add my own personality or how I would say things or phrase things, but at least you're not, again, you're not starting from scratch. You're given, you know, kind of a roadmap and you can kind of tweak it to your, to your voice. Yeah. You're given like a very good base. You can tweak it and then it helps too. So you're not missing anything. Like sometimes, you know, you don't realize that you need certain reminders or, you know, you don't realize that you need to rephrase that second reminder a little differently than the first one. Um, but those emails help because they're phrased a little differently each time. So mm -hmm. It's a nice, it's a nice reminder you to realize that you need to, what emails you need to have, but yeah, those are, those candy emails are so, so helpful. Yeah. I, I really love Dubsado and I would love to, um, if like, if a freelancer right now is listening and they know they, their systems are whack, <laughs> which a lot of people are like, when you're first getting started, it, it is hard. Like it, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't think I need this. Like, I think I can get away with it. But once you step into like, step over to the dark side, so to speak, and you try a, a system like this that has that all in one pieces where you don't have to make sure. Cause I even think about some things too, like, yes, you could piecemeal this together, but then probably you're relying on zaps and you know, those can fail too. Mm -hmm. So at least if you're in within one program, you can kind of navigate it and you don't have to make sure you're bouncing from piece to piece, but like if a freelancer is thinking, okay, maybe it's time I do invest in something like this and get this, where, where should they get started? Or what would be the first few things that once they log in, that they should, they should make sure that they do to help it so that it can be this more automatic piece for them. Mm -hmm. So the first thing, what I do when I do a setup, I first go through the settings because if your settings are not right, then your account is not going to be right. Like no matter what you do, it's not going to work. So you have to go through all of the settings first. And there are a few like domain names that's not necessary. Um, that's more advanced. I don't even have that set up. I've used it for two years. It doesn't really matter to me. Um, but go through your settings, put all your branding in. Um, make sure that you have integrated everything. Like you've integrated either Stripe or PayPal or um, Square for your payment so you can invoice people. Um, you can integrate Zoom. Zapier integrates with Zubsado too. If you wanted to use that to coincide with your project management system, um, but I would get all of that those settings done first um, because nothing can happen without those, and then move to your canned emails, get those done, and then forms, and then scheduler. Um, I would do workflows last because you want to make sure you have all of the pieces done before you add things into a workflow, um, and then for your Lead captures, I would do lead captures last, last, because you might want to use that workflow drag and drop option, which will, will, will direct those clients to where they need to go in what specific workflow, depending on the service that you offer. So if you offer like me, I offer audits, consults, and setups. So depending on what service they choose in that context form, takes them through a whole a whole workflow um, and they're all different, just a little different. So can't, so yeah, settings, canned emails, forms, scheduler, 
workflows and then the, the lead capture form. That's what I would do. And then, you know, packages and payment schedules. Right. Um, the one thing that I really liked about the setup, because I actually, I don't know if you ever did this, like when you first got started. Um, I think it was because I, I invested in Anco from the beginning. So I just always mm-hmm. use theirs. But I have some students who come into me and, and it's fine. Like it's not that big of a deal, but they're creating all their proposals in Canva because it has like their branding on it and their coloring oh, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But that's a ton of work. So just real quick before we kind of wrap things up, I, I wanted to make sure that I asked you this is, is there a way to make um, the proposals and things when they send out to your client, make it so that they could possibly look similar to what people could be doing in Canva? Oh yeah. I mean, you can use Canva. Um, the only thing is I would just use them for your banner and your footer. I wouldn't, and maybe like an in between like an about section or like maybe some different to segment, segment your, um, proposal, like to break it up, you can use them as images, but I would use, I would utilize those columns. The, uh, the columns are really nice to kind of make it look not so linear I guess and it um and you can use those images and drag and drop the images into the columns and um you can do code as well and make it even even better I don't do code but I know a lot of people that do um but you can make it you can make it pretty without Canva I use Canva for just the header and the footer um but just know that when you use it, it's not like those links that you put, if you put your social media links, they're not clickable in, in the, once it goes into Dubsado, it's not clickable. So you have to do those clickable links inside of Dubsado, like using their, their drag and drop. But yeah, those are, utilize those columns. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes you, I mean, sometimes clients, and I guess depending on the service that you offer, but sometimes simple is, is better too, you know, like just so Mm -hmm. that a client can look at a proposal and really get a clear picture of what you're, what you're going to offer, what the price is and whether or not they can move forward. Sometimes it's easier to just kind of keep it simple and clean Mm -hmm. and to the point so that they can clearly that you they don't have to send that email back and saying like, is this included? Is this not included? What, you know, because we don't, it's, it, yes, I get like, we want to make things look presentable too, but it will save you time to just use something like Dubsado. So mm-hmm. if um, we have some listeners on here that want to learn more about you, Sarah, what you offer, um, how you can help them with Dubsado, where can they connect with you and learn more about you? So I, my website is Sarah Martin, Sarah And I have uh, my Dubsado courses on there that just got into beta. Um, second round starts on the 15th. So I will be taking students up until the 15th and then we start. Um, and I have my Instagram is at the Dubsado Queen and so is Facebook. So they're both the same. Um, I will be posting like tips and tricks. I'll go live in my Facebook sometimes. Um, and I plan on hosting some workshops, uh, like some free workshops and then some webinars in, this year at least, maybe the quarter one and quarter two. Um, so I'm super excited. <laughs> And, um, I, I've been to your, definitely your Facebook too. And I've kind of, when I was first learning, I'm like, okay, I got to see what Sarah has to say about this. Um, but for your course is your course for, um, who's it for? Like who could, who would be interested in it and what are they going to learn within that course? So my Dubsado course is for mompreneurs. So it's called Dubsado for mompreneurs because I, I love working with moms. That is my, 
that is my ideal client, working with a mom who has is trying to balance working with their children in the house or you know trying trying to find that balance. And so my course has short five minute videos, some of them are even less, and it really, really breaks down to bio into like micro bits. So you can you can watch a video that's five minutes long and then do it and then go play with your kids. Or, you know, nap time, you can do, you can watch a few videos and do your account, fix up your account a little bit. And then your kids wake up from nap. So you're not watching an hour long Dubsado video and they're, those videos are great, but they're an hour long. And then you have to rewatch them and rewatch mm-hmm. them again. And it's that's and like pause and, yes. and pause and then remember where you're at. Yeah. Yes. And so I have like checklists, I have workbooks, I have, um, I give away free templates. So I have canned email templates. Um, a proposal template, a portal banner template. Um, and I explain like, like everything, like everything from like start to finish that like, that you would need to get the photo up and running and use it. And then um, and I keep it, I keep it very simple. So I don't go, it's not extravagant. There's no code, but it, it, it works. <laughs> it's what you need to get your yeah. set up and running. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, for coming on and sharing all that with Dubsado. Um, this is a topic that comes up with my students, with my in my Facebook group. Like people want to know all about Dubsado. So I really appreciate you coming on and sharing that with us. Thank you for having me, Aubrey. This was so fun. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.